Hey, thanks so much for downloading the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Today, we are talking about the Vagina Bible. We're also talking about clown porn. That and our epic, ugly, and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Shoplipandclip.com and Amazon.com through The Ugly Truth website. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Paula, really? I had to get a wheelchair for you. Paula? I'm sure they were happy to have me leave. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 411. That was a good one. Well, I think we're excited about your plans this weekend, which we'll be talking about later. We are recording today on what is World Mental Health Day. Oh, wow. A whole day. (laughs) Well, exactly. I didn't really do a ton of research on why it's today or anything like that, but... It is always good to just, just a gentle reminder to all of those people who apparently there are people out there who don't have anxiety or OCD or bipolar or all the other depressions or anything like that. Apparently there are people that are legit mentally healthy. Mm -hmm. I would like to meet one. I've never met anybody who didn't have something. I just want to say something really fast because I know in the news in the recent months, you know, people say especially when it comes to like violent circumstances and things like that, they just say, well, obviously they have mental health, you know, issues. Oh, right. Or they have have mental illness. Yeah. They're mentally ill. That's why they're doing it. I just want to clarify for people. Mental illness is just not one mental illness. Just like if you say, well, someone has cancer. Right. You can't just say someone has cancer because the first thing someone's going to ask you is what What kind. kind? Right. And so same thing with mental illness. You just can't blanket and say someone has mental illness. Mental illness is not an individual illness. It has many branches. And like Jamie said, it could be bipolar disorder. It could be depression, anxiety, OCD. And those, by the way, are umbrella diagnoses because there are a variety of types of anxieties. There's a variety of levels of depression. Mm -hmm. That's the thing about, um, unfortunately with social media or media in general, there's a lot of generalization when it comes to any topic, really. Mm -hmm. If you don't go beyond the headline of anything, you will never truly understand the nuance of anything. So world mental health days is a general statement Because you can't go, well, if you have depression, it depends on what level you have and Mm -hmm. and what is causing it and, you know, all that stuff. I mean, more they used to say, oh, women have baby blues. It's like, that is such a generalization. It's not, that's not what it is. And it is as custom as your DNA. That's the truth. And the other thing too, is it's not uncommon for people who do suffer from a type of mental illness to have multiple types. You know, you can have depression and anxiety. Like, for example, when my son was diagnosed with depression, I thought Mm -hmm. he was just depressed. But what he was, was he had severe OCD, Mm -hmm. which created anxiety, which induced depression, Mm -hmm. which is how he went down the path of wanting to end his life. Mm -hmm. That happens all the time. So I'm with you on stigmatizing. Oh, he must be mentally ill. It's like, well... 
that's easy to say, but I mean, what? Yeah, but what what is what exactly does that mean? And I always, you know, I always want to be with someone when they say that. It'd be like, so what do you mean? What by do you that? mean? Yeah. What part of mental illness do you think caused them to do what they did? Well, it, and, and it is definitely, you know, the brain is the embodiment of the person for a lot of people. And so to say that I'm not seeing this clearly or uh, this is just the way I am. I just have to deal with it. I mean, we've heard comedians talk about how they're like, I've been depressed for 30 years. And yeah. it's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, that's not healthy, asshole. You know, I mean, yeah, that's why be- you have ulcers and you're an alcoholic and, and why your children don't want to be around you, you know, pretty much. I'm always really relieved. Like I, I know someone who has, he divorced from his wife and they got a therapist for their son when he was like five. Mm-hmm. And he still has, he still visits that doctor when things are difficult. And I'm like, see, that to me should be the new normal. There should be a mm-hmm. family therapist or psychiatrist or something mm-hmm. to help everyone. I mean, what's wrong with that? Nothing. It's just, it feels it's uncomfortable. And, you know, we're so close to when, you know, people were getting lobotomies because they were difficult. Yeah, because they did have mental illness. They're like, well, let's just take out the bad part of the brain. Let's just drill it out. <laughs> and they wake just... up and they can't speak or see. And, <laughs> and, that, and you know... they're just these shells of people, which they're like, well, I guess we took out the wrong part. Oh, well, <laughs> can't put it we'll back. Just, we'll learn from it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway, if but God forbid, if you are feeling depression, I mean, I don't. I mean, we're definitely not helpful. So please call a professional. <laughs> Go to NAMI.org and find someone in your or area. Or contact your, your physician and, you know, yeah. just say, I, I kind of sniffing mm-hmm. around the idea. What do you think? And they'll be they'll more go, than oh, happy. Go. To, yeah, they will. They will. You know, I mean, and even some physicians can help you out before they even refer you to, oh, you know, sure. the big for guns. Sure. You know, if it's just mild. When I told, I I have a physical every year and I told my doctor last year that I was experiencing some heightened anxiety lately and I've actually had some bouts of depression. They don't last for very long. It's not like two extended weeks, but it's long enough that I get concerned because I couldn't pull myself out of it, which I can, I've always been able to do. And I was like, I'm kind of struggling and I don't know if it's hormones or if it's just that my life is very difficult or whatever. He's like, I'm not going to give you any medication but you definitely need to go see a therapist first. Hmm. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I mean, you're, that's fair. But, you know, <laughs> they always ask you, so have you been experiencing any, you know, you know, depression or anxiety or anything like that? Mm-hmm. It's just part of the list. And so when I said, actually, and he's like, oh, okay, well, you need to go see somebody. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. Of course, when I go to see my psychiatrist, he whips out the bid prescription pad and he's like all right paula what's going on what are we gonna (laughs) how are we fixing this today what pill we'll use will we use how are your meds going (laughs) it's like all right (laughs) try this we've got a new drug i've got some samples god they should just call you guinea pig paula basically they just give you what he's like this new drug is doing wonders for people like you Yeah. yeah really their drug We're, reps probably love me, even though they don't know me. Like, oh, Paula's coming in. Get get the samples. How's patient X doing on this? Yeah, patient new, uh... quote unquote X. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, well, she's she's struggling with insomnia, so I'm giving her right. prolapaseca. And they'll be <laughs> yeah, like, oh, right. okay, <laughs> great. Let us know. 
Well, she has tremors, but I think we can handle it. Right. <laughs> so. She dreamed that she gave birth to an alien last night and was impregnated by a praying mantis. But Perfect. overall, she said she slept great. She, she's having a great night's sleep. Yeah, that other one was pretty bad. She fell asleep in the hallway, so yeah. we got to lighten up that and one. she woke up checking the mail, but she didn't have any clothes on. <laughs> Which is unusual, because she likes her nightgowns. Yes. So. <laughs> so, speaking of weird people, humans are really weird. So, I yes. heard I heard a blip of this on another podcast, but then I, I read the article because it was on a, a site that I have read before. So, you know that new movie with Joaquin Phoenix, The Joker, came out a couple, like a week ago. Yeah, it's like super controversial. I don't get it. I don't know. I mean, I know they were saying, you know, and I, I honestly cannot see the correlation because I, I don't pay attention to these types of things because sometimes I feel like it's marketing motivated, but they were saying that you weren't allowed to go dressed like the Joker. You weren't, uh, they, they were canceling some, some viewings because there were some people threatening or something. Well, and now was this, was this the Batman thing from, from Colorado from like many years ago? Yeah. Remember that guy was dressed up as the Joker in the front of the audience and they thought he was like acting or something and okay, then he started okay. shooting. Okay, and that guy, yes, now I remember that guy. So I think that could That's stem why. from that. And so they okay. just, it's, it's like a precautionary measure. Got it. Well, it seems like that's died down a bit. So Pornhub, our very favorite free porn site, has revealed that since the film was released, it has seen a spike in the number of people searching for Joker-inspired porn. A spokesperson for Pornhub said our stat people found that in just four days, searches containing Joker reached 741,000 with a peak of 291,000 on October 6th. Porn site X Hamster, which I've never heard of. That's like the next top one, yeah. Okay. They have seen more than a 1,300% increase in Joker searches. The biggest surge in searches was apparently on Sunday when under just under 300,000 users of the adult site were looking for clowns. Really? Now, I did a stupid thing when I was reading this yesterday and I was doing my research for the show. I googled clown porn sex. Why, why is that a stupid thing? Um, because the visuals were disturbing, to say the very least. If yeah. you if you look up clown porn, it is exactly what you think, but it's like I didn't even I don't know what I was thinking I would see. I mean I knew what I was likely going to see, but like they're already utilizing the clown from it. Well, I would imagine. Yes, and then the one that I saw it was really weird. It, you know the old school sad clown where he had a fully white head and he had a teeny tiny top hat on. He's on the he's on the box of ice cream cones. He's an old school clown from like the seventies. There's a there's one of him getting a blowjob, a lot of blowjob stuff because obviously they don't want to mess up their ma- clown makeup. <laughs> so oh, well, was, yeah. I mean, they can't be doing anything else. Right. And there's no girl clowns. It's all shockingly male clowns. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I saw one with some weird toy, like, you know, those giant foam bats. I mean, <laughs> well, I don't want to know where that one went. <laughs> well, I, I was surprised that it was fitting, but I'm like, okay, well, maybe hey, it's not. What I just it saw to be. like a list of uh, like funny extra. Oops. See, now I wonder if there's a way to turn the music down on here without muting. The- oh, there it is. Don't. No clowns were harmed during the filming of this motion picture. (laughs) (laughs) However, two goats and a chicken have gone missing. What? Uh, What 
I'm just waiting just to be see. careful. It's You're a, not giving yourself a virus. It's just a clown porn. That's all I wanted to see what it was. Just go to clown porn and then go to images instead of video. Don't go to Pornhub or whatever. Okay, okay. You can Google it. Oh, clown porn. Okay, images. I got what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But how strange that it's not even Joker porn now. It's clown porn. And I'm like, what? What? There's almost a million people who immediately left the theater and went and started Googling clown porn or Joker related pornography. They're like extending their fantasy. The The clown porn thing kind of throws me because I, I, I guess there's something for everyone. I just don't. I've never met anyone who had a fascination with clowns sexually. But, you know, okay. different strokes, These apparently. Stills, I mean, if it is clown porn, I'm not seeing any mm-hmm. clowns. I'm just seeing a lot of butts and wieners. Oh, well, I saw I Google clown porn and found it immediately. I found a ton of it. I was like, well, we should do a porn section, but not like, you know, a, to be gross, but like an educational porn section on the industry. Yeah, I guess. It's just so strange. Like, uh, no. <laughs> no, it's, we talk about it pretty on a regular, but it's just so, it's such a weird concept to me that it's arousing to watch people that aren't even you and then to get off on it. I mean, the whole concept of porn has always been foreign to me, but it's also... You know, it's just not, it's just not for me. It doesn't mean that it's a, I don't think it's a bad thing. But I don't get turned on thinking about myself. No, I know. Well, everybody's sexuality, you know, what makes them hot is different, but just the whole, I guess, which is why there's so many sections in a porn well, I mean, God, there's world. hundreds. I mean, you can look, sometimes I just go through the tags and I'm just like, really? That's what does it for someone? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's so. true. And it is. Although it's funny because when they do those, they, they do those annual, you know, rankings of what's the most popular porn search in every state. And it's always so shocking because no one would dare ever admit that that's what they're looking for. But it's the number one thing. Like in uh, Utah, it's, it's MILF. It's all they know. It's <laughs> <laughs> all they know are mothers. I know. Anyway, so I'm like, okay, well, clowns, there are people out there. I. Obviously, there's anywhere between three and 700,000 people who want to see clowns getting it on or banging some hot chick, I guess. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's weird. Interesting. So remember, before we talk about your plans for this yes. weekend, remember when the other day we were talking about Amazon because you're shopping for this trip. <laughs> Obsessively, yes. And and you and I do, the, and I'm sure we're not alone, where when you go to Amazon and hopefully you've, you know, have a Prime membership through the Ugly Truth because, you know support inevitably i'll be watching some show with daryl it'll be a netflix show it'll be some stupid documentary i'm like oh i really like that so i'll go to amazon and find it and put it in my cart mm-hmm. and then i'll continue watching it and then like a week later i'll go why the hell am i ordering cheese from italy mm-hmm. like what is this why am i buying this and so i'll say save for later because i'm like well obviously i thought it was a good idea at the time so i'll just save for later so i don't lose it so there's a new book that came out by a gynecologist. Her name is Dr. Jen Gunter, and I really like her because she hates goop. She absolutely is appalled by Gwyneth Paltrow's website. She thinks it's an utter waste. It's it's. She thinks it's dangerous for women. It is. Some of the things that she's recommended, doctors have said, please don't do that. Oh, yeah. And you and I have discussed many of her things that have come out, like the jade eggs. Or like the vaginal steams. They highly recommend you don't. They said they could be dangerous. You can burn your vagina doing that. 
you can burn your vagina and you can also give yourself a yeast mm-hmm. infection, a UTI. I mean, there's all kinds of things that can go wrong. I always think that everybody knows as much as I do about my body, you know, as far as like their own bodies. I don't think a lot of people are as open as we are about. I don't. I don't think so. And so this book, it's called The Vagina Bible. And it says the vulva and the vagina separating the myth from the medicine. Actually, I know people aren't as open because when we posted that on our page, Facebook flagged it and said we couldn't have it on our page. And we're like, what? And we're like, it's an educational book written by a doctor. And they thought we were selling sexual content. No, it's so interesting because I knew that I wanted to read it. And I'm flipping through it right now. I knew I wanted to read it because when it was released, I I pre-ordered it so that I would get it, you know, and purchase it when it came out. And that happened. But I had forgotten that I did that. So I ordered it again. (laughs) Yesterday, I received two books, the Vagina Bibles. So I'm going to give you one. (laughs) So, but here's, here's how sexual it is. This is literally, remember when that book, what to expect when you're expecting came out and everybody just gobbled it up because it had so much good information about what really good book. It's still a really good book and they've updated it a ton since the first edition. I mean, understanding on certain things have changed. So, so here are the table of contents for the vagina Bible. So the first is getting started, and it gives you a breakdown of what your genitals are, the vulva, the vagina, uh, family, female pleasure and sex ed, pregnancy and childbirth, and then it's everyday practicalities and vagina maintenance, skin care and cleansing. It's like really? the lowdown on lube, kegels, medical maintenance, menstrual products and mythology, menopause, medications and interventions, including weed and antibiotics, STDs. Weed? Yeah, cannabis. You can put cannabis in your vagina? No, they're talking about things that can affect your vagina. Oh, okay. Uh, Cosmetic procedures, injections, conditions like yeast infections, pelvic floor spasms, skin conditions, symptoms. It is like there's the the last part is symptoms. Communicating with your provider, your doctor. what, What happens if you have pain with your sex? What if you have an itch, a pain, an odor, or bleeding? All of this is in this book. It is 407 pages of pure information knowledge right total knowledge about the vagina i'm not kidding you paula i'm going to make my daughters read this when olivia is older i highly suggest that you after you read it i highly suggest you give it to her when she's like in her teens late teens i think yeah i don't think she could read it it's you know it's obviously meant for adults so as far as the like the vocabulary she wouldn't she probably couldn't even sound out some of the stuff but i'm super endorsing this book for women and you know men i mean they can read it but they they're not going to get it as much as we would because it's our body but i love that she's coming out and being like i'm sick of what people are saying about goop and all these other stupid things that are there people are telling you what to do because it's you know it's hippy dippy or it's the next cool trend no that's not it it's not that hard well, if you think about it, I mean, you really do only get bits and pieces of information about your private parts. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, this is a nice condensed version yeah. of and, and you can refer back to it as things change. Like, for example, right. I know and this is probably addressed in the book. Mm. I take a lot of medications and yes. they can cause dryness during sexual activity. 
And as I've gotten older, it's gotten worse. And so I have started taking a supplement that I got, I get on Amazon. It's not an acidophilus, but it's like a probiotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, but it's specific for your vagina, basically. And since I've taken it, like everything, like I don't get yeast infections anymore. Mm. If during sexual activity, you know, everything seems to go smoothly. There's no more like, you know, 10 minutes trying to wait to see if, you know, things are going to like start working. Know, yeah. Like to, to yeah. see if it's still the Sahara desert or if it's, you know, we're going to get a little bit of a, a dribble or what's going on. And so I know this is like too much information, but. But I mean, those are real concerns for me because, you know, I don't want a guy to think that, you know, he's not turning me on or something. And mm -hmm. I don't want to have to sit there and explain, well, you know, I'm on these medications and, uh, you know, I mean, it's just. There's a so, whole section on probiotics in here. Exactly. And so mm -hmm. I'm just saying that, you know, but no one tells you those things. I had to research it all on my own to right. say, like, I wonder if there's something that could help me overcome this and mm -hmm. so it would have been nice to have a book like that that you could just thumb through and be like oh you know what there's a whole section here on it yeah so i appreciate what she did yeah it's really interesting she even talks about when she was profoundly you know promoting something in her early in the in her career and now she's changed her mind because new studies have come out it's just a really i'm really excited to read it obviously i don't need to read about the anatomy but i'll read it anyway and I'm not going to, I probably won't read it cover to cover, but I definitely am going, when I have a question or I think about something, I'm definitely going to refer to it. I'm super curious. You know, it's funny because a couple of my daughters are very, private's not even the word. They're very uncomfortable with their own body. And right. they don't even like, they don't even like to talk about vagina. They think it's ugly. They don't, you know, and I'm like, that is so strange because I'm, I'm not like like disgustingly open about things like that, but I definitely have said, Hey, you know, it's, there's a reason why you can't get men out of there <laughs> or women, I guess. I mean, there's a reason, you know, it's a beautiful thing and it's supposed to be, it, this is what it is, but clinically speaking, this is what it is. So you can't act like it doesn't exist. No, but I relate with them because I have always felt that way where yeah. I just, I, I think it's the fear of the unknown Sure. And and being insecure. And so I think that knowledge is power. And yeah. so I think if you actually know how to use it mm -hmm. and you understand it, then maybe you're a little more comfortable with it. Because I think if you don't know what you're you don't know what you're doing, but you trust someone else to try and do something. <laughs> But it's not going to work. <laughs> but if you don't know your own body, then you're just right. kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I guess I'll just let them do whatever they're going to do. But then you feel pressure to respond mm -hmm. to what they're doing. And you're like, this is supposed to feel good for me. Right. Because everybody says that. But that's not necessarily true. And so you feel pressure to respond to what they're doing. But if you don't know your know how to use your body, then right. you don't know how to react. So. I, I get that. Yeah. You know what it is? Um, I think everybody has their own, you know, relationship with their, their vagina. Mm -hmm. And it's just like that one, you know, I mean, I hate, we refer to it quite a bit, but it was something that we basically as young 20 somethings grew up on. And we learned something about things for sex in the city when Charlotte was like, oh no, I would never, I've never looked at my vagina in a mirror. Are you insane? I remember how old I was the first time I took a mirror and looked at my own vagina. Mm -hmm. it, I was probably 22. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't want to look at it. I was like, oh, it's dirty. It's not, it's, you're not, that's inappropriate. You know, it, I just, 
never was something that, you know, it's not like we, (laughs) I wouldn't expect anybody to go embrace your vagina. It's beautiful. Like, that's not what I'm talking about, but it is, God, it's so connected to so many things, our sexual organs, you know, it's so connected to the way we were raised, what, what they tell you about sex, what they tell you about children, what they, how they treat you when you start your period or any of those things. It's all connected to that. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, I can't remember when I looked and I think when I, you know what, I know when I looked and I think it's because it was like right around grooming time. Mm-hmm. And um, at that point there was like an expectation as to what it should <laughs> look like. And it didn't. No. And so <laughs> automatically I had like this distortion yeah. of, you know, how I should make it look or you know all the things right. I should be doing to make it look a certain way. And so I probably had a very poor introduction to my own vagina. <laughs> so that's <laughs> like why you did not, it was an awkward meme, an awkward meeting. <laughs> yes. It's just like, hello, you're not what I expected at all. And oh, you know, great for bad first date. <laughs> it's just like, well, you don't like me and I don't like you. So great. Well, we'll just coexist. We just have to coexist and, you know, make yeah. things happen, but you do your thing. I'll do mine. Right. So, I mean, hopefully, hopefully this is something that I just think you're right. I think knowledge is power. I think there's so many, we're we're coming through a time where everybody believes, a lot of people believe what they read on the internet and it's not, not, most of it's not true. And I think that as much as I enjoy Gwyneth Paltrow as an actress and I've seen her, you know, on interviews and stuff, I think all that's great, but I think her website is incredibly dangerous to women. It, I, may, I think it makes pe- women feel self-conscious, like they have to do work on it or something, like they have to make sure it smells good and make sure it's nice and tight for men. And I just don't, I've never been a big fan of Goop, and you and I both. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm hoping, and this doctor like legit hates Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, I think the problem is, is that people assume that celebrities or people with a lot of money, mm-hmm. that they somehow are experts on the things that they speak about, you know, right. and, I, and I use Britney Spears as an example. People okay. always judge her thinking that she should have a certain type of etiquette or manners because she's rich because she's rich and she's famous but Mm -hmm. she was born and raised in louisiana they were not wealthy so just because she can dance and sing and she's you know is a very good entertainer does Mm -hmm. not mean that you know she's probably not a little bit white trash from you know right where she came from well it's it's the same thing it's like gwyneth paltrow is not a gynecologist She's exactly. An and that's what She's I'm an saying. Actress. She has an interest in these things, but that yeah. does not make her an expert. Well, I mean, for example, I mean, can we all discuss Jenny McCarthy and her ridiculous vaccination bullshit? That's well, literally right. caused hell on earth for all these poor mothers who are terrified. I mean, my God. I fucking hate that woman. I hate what she's done to people. You know who backed off that shit really fast was Holly Robinson Pete. She was like BFS with her. And then the shit got real where the doctor was, you know, uncovered as a complete and total fraud. And I don't, I've never even heard Holly Robinson Pete's name uttered next to Jenny McCarthy's anymore. Yeah. Like it's done. They're like, oh no, (laughs) this is ridiculous. So anyway, back to the book. I highly recommend it because we can't seem to get it on our social media. What I was thinking is we can have producer Doug put a link to the book purchase on our website uglytruth.com and then you can just click and buy it through the website for for anybody who's interested yeah so i will definitely be getting you your copy (laughs) so that you will have it 
Uh, really quick, you and our sister Stephanie are heading to Vegas tomorrow for a quick jaunt to go see your favorite comedian, Sebastian Maniscalco, and to kind of roam around and, you know, tear up the town. Um, I unfortunately could not go for financial reasons, but that's okay. Well, honestly, neither of us could go for financial readings, but it's, you know, it's going to be credit (laughs) card. What's done is done. It's credit card city, baby. Yes, what's done is done. Yeah, so we leave. Well, so this show was recorded on Thursday. So Mm -hmm. we leave late Friday evening. Our plane leaves at 8 o'clock at night. We get there Mm -hmm. at like 930. So we probably won't end up doing anything necessarily Friday evening. Maybe just like eat and, you know, hang out and stuff and walk around. Well, first of all, you have to survive the flight. Well, for starters, Stephanie, I already talked about that because I said, I'm already nervous. I think I'm going to die. I think we're going to die. And she's like, I'm nervous, too. And I told Victor today, I said, so if anything should happen to me, he's just like, all right. You know, we always have to have those discussions because we're you know, convinced we're going to die. I make Daryl write a little note with all the passwords and I hand, and I give it to Tyler. I'm like, if anything should happen, Tyler, go into the filing cabinet in our closet and because it's our fireproof one. I said, open it up. And at the top, there will be a piece of paper with all of the instructions that you will need should anything happen. He's like, OK, he's like, what? why are you making me do this? So, because he has to do it. You're the oldest. This is why we had children. So yeah, that's that you can true. handle the shit when we die. So Saturday, mm-hmm. we'll probably do breakfast. And then the plan is to get our eyelashes done. Um, there's a salon in the hotel we're staying at. Mm-hmm. We want to do some sightseeing. So well, we want to do some free sightseeing. Sure. I suggested that we go to the big welcome to Las Vegas sign. Oh, right there in the middle of the strip. Yeah. And take some pictures. Mm-hmm. Okay. We are actually not that far from the little white wedding chapel. Yeah. So I thought it'd just be fun to go down there and like take a couple pictures because yeah, well, so many famous people have gotten married there. Did Elvis get married there? Uh, you know, there's a list. I think it's on, oh. even on Wikipedia, but I, yeah, I know Britney Spears got married there. Well, for to that one guy minutes. for like 55 hours. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like Frank Sinatra got married there. Oh, okay. I, I want to say Elvis. It's I possible Elvis he got married there. Maybe not. I don't know. Okay. So, it, okay. It, fabulous plans. But let's talk about the real anxiety. What are you wearing? Okay. So I have this little like sequenced black long sleeve romper. It's kind of short. And then I have like my tall black sequence high heels that Mm -hmm. I actually wore the last time we went. Yeah, those are cute. But then we also, I also bought us little portable glitter flats that fold up into like a little bag. Oh, so that you don't, so if when, so you're, when you're dying, you can just have covering so that you don't catch some kind of crazy disease. We're not going back to the hotel after the show. And right. so I have like a big purse like I, that I bought. And mm. so we can put our shoes, wallets, <laughs> all that stuff in there. What are you laughing at? You're just very prepared like a mother is. <laughs> you're well, going, because like, I don't just worry, I'll have snacks. Time. I just remember last time how hard everything was. And so I'm just like, I don't want to, you know, be walking around, you know, dead. And plus, even when you get to like, if you have an Uber and you get to the front door of the casino, it could be another half mile before you actually get to where you want to go. That is so true. They make you walk through the casino because they want you to, you know, gamble. And so I'm like, the last thing I want to do is be in four inch platforms walking through a freaking (laughs) casino. You'll break your neck. You'll break your ankle. Oh, well, I would. And then the little lounges that I want to go to, they do have like mini dance floors with DJs. For whatever reason, her and I get tipsy and decide we want to go like, you know, 
cut a rug or something like that. I don't want to be doing it in my shoes. So, well, I'm, I'm glad you have a, a purse for your snacks and your juice boxes <laughs> and uh, for all of those things that you may need. But we're super excited. Well, I'm super excited to see yeah. Sebastian because it's going to be a fun show. I think you guys will. Have, that's going to be really fun. And I think we have pretty good seats. So good, good. I'm pretty excited about that. And well, then, I look forward to the recap of yes. the of the hijinks. I expect that it will go fairly normal for us, which means there will be some kind of event. There will be. I'm I'm positive there will be stories. I'm sure. So you'll have to share. You'll have to let me know the travel goes. At least you're not going to Allison, who literally screams on planes. So you've got that going. Well, for you the three already. of us together. Yeah. My fear is, is if there's going to be like turbulence or something. I'm just going to have to make sure Stephanie has several cocktails before we get on the plane. You're going to need to get her some Bloody Marys or a couple shots of rum or something. She won't take a pill, I don't imagine. I don't know. She's not much of a pill person. She's more of a booze person. But see, if I take any of my pills, then the next morning when I wake up, I'll be like, where are we? What What's going on? You know, because mine always have the amnesia yeah. effect. You'll be like, what happened? Oh, did we got to Vegas? You're like, how did we get here? And Stephanie would be like, Paula, really? <laughs> I had to get a wheelchair for you. All right. Well, let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Well, which would, where, would you like to begin in muting me and thinking that our computers were broken or no. do you actually have one? No, I have one. <laughs> oh, okay. So I've been doing a lot of job interviewing recently and yesterday I had an interview. Yeah. It was a panel interview. So there's three people interviewing me. I always think of flash dance when I hear, when I think of panel interviews. Did you just get up and start? What a feeling. <laughs> no, I <laughs> okay. wish I had. That would have been oh. far better than what I did. Oh no. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty positive I bombed this one. Okay, cool. Let's hear it. I don't know what happened to me. I just... (laughs) Do you ever just have off days and... Actually, every day is an off day. It's yeah, my when life is not, an off day. But when they're not off days, I go, wow, that was a really great day. I didn't offend anyone on accident. I didn't fall. I didn't stutter inappropriately. Nothing. Well, I mean, I usually do really well in interviews. But for mm-hmm. some reason, I just got thrown off. And I think what it was is I, w- I got there early because it says arrive 10 to 15 minutes early. So I arrived 10 minutes early. Mm-hmm. And I could hear the candidate in front of me in there and they were all just in there like laughing and hysterically and so this lady comes walking out and she's like, good luck. And I'm like, thanks, you know, and so I go in there and they said, well, we have a series of 10 or 12 questions and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. So the first question was, is um, what's your background and uh, your education? And, and, you know, just give us a brief summary. So. 15 minutes later, the guy says, um, now we do have 11 more questions we have to ask you. So oh. do you mind if we carry on? I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, cause I completely forgot that there was 11 more questions. Cause in most interviews, they just say, give us a summary of your job history and right. Blah, blah, right. Blah. I wasn't even thinking about it being like just a question. So like really quick, did, where'd you go to school? <laughs> right. So I was just like, ah, oh, shit. So anyways, that was not the part though. Oh, God. The part was, is um, they follow federal laws. And so they said, we just want to make sure that you have knowledge of most federal laws. So we're just going to ask you five questions 
or give you five terms and just can you define the terms for us? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Okay. The first one was Title Seven, And so Title Seven is the Civil Rights Act as it relates to discrimination for gender. Okay. That's what I said. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, it's so interesting that you bring that up because, and, and, you know, I should have just stopped at that. Why because, didn't you just shut up about it? Well, because, you know, <laughs> we, we just can't. You were trying to be conversational because you heard the rip roar and laughter because the comedian in front of you just totally killed. And now you're trying to do it too. No, what happened was, is that morning before I left for the interview, Victor and I were watching the news and Elizabeth Warren had said that she was discriminated against for a job because she had been pregnant. She was pregnant. She was hiding it. Right. And so I said, interesting that you mentioned that. I said, because on the news this morning, Elizabeth Warren had said that she was discriminated against for a job because she had been pregnant. I said, I'm pretty sure Title VII was around around that time. And Title Seven came out in like 1965. Mm. And so the way I phrased it, I don't remember what I said, but the way I phrased it made it sound like she was old. <laughs> she is old, but I know what you're saying. But I mean, it made it so they kind of just were like, you know, like <laughs> snickered a little bit. And I, I was just like, no, I mean, like, I, I just, you know, I said it was, oh, it was no. possible that maybe the law hadn't gone into effect Around the time she was pregnant or, you know, I I just started back. It was just, it was awful. Did you get through the other questions? Yeah. Oh, I ended on time. No, because I I breezed through the rest of the questions. I made sure I didn't go over time. Oh my God, Paula. Then they started doing the math in their head. They're like, well, you know, it's possible because it was 1965. They didn't start implementing it to the 70s and blah, blah, blah. And so I just sat there and. I have to tell you, when that stuff happens, one time when I was training, I worked for an insurance company. I was in the training process. And, you know, the only way to learn is just to start taking phone calls. That's really the only thing you can do. So I had all these books of all the laws and regulations of insurance and all of this stuff. And someone called and asked me a question. No idea. So instead of just saying, let me put you on hold real quick and I'll find out for you. <laughs> I started making shit up. I was just like... Well, that sounds, I go, well, you know, I mean, I I remember saying, well, logic dictates that that would be an accurate answer. So yes, I absolutely think that's true. So when the call ended, my supervisor came over to me and she's like, you were so convincing. I thought I was wrong. No, Jamie, you were making shit up. What were you doing? Just get the book. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, oh my God. Well, there's a, there's a saying, if you say things with conviction, people tend to believe you. So she's like, you're going to do really great here, but you really need to have some knowledge. You can't just start (laughs) changing policy. And I'm like, oh, okay. So anyway, so in the interview, I basically indicated that Elizabeth Warren was old and, (laughs) Obviously not a fan. And no, not even that, that she, I know, you know, I know. and, and basically that she was old and that, you know, when she was pregnant, it's possible she was older than, you know, pregnant before 1965 and oh boy. that, you know, it's possible she was discriminated against and it was legal at the time. And How hilarious that they were like, I don't know, uh, Les, can you get your calculator out? Let's figure this out right here, right now, right? Yeah. They were like, they were kind of scratching their heads. Like, you know what? Maybe it is possible because if she was, you know, I will say this. It sounds like a fun group. 
first of all. Well, I'm sure it was, but I mean, I don't know how fun I was because I I probably sounded like an idiot. I don't think you sound like an idiot. I'm sure they were happy to have me leave. And, you know, I was happy to have (laughs) me leave. And so they're like, thank God that was over. Woo. So I know they're probably just like, well, we're going to put this one in the other pile. We'll go ahead. They told me they're going to bring their top candidates back next week. And And so. Well, I don't know, but I sent them a thank you email anyways. Oh, good. Well, that's nice. And I just said, well, hopefully, you know, I'll I'll get to come back and show you um, a better version of myself, (laughs) a less nervous version of myself. And they were probably just like, oh, my God, you guys, that that girl emailed us. (laughs) She wants to come back. (laughs) No, you never know. know. Sometimes it's. Sometimes being awkward is endearing and they go, oh, she was being real. This is who she is. And, you know, the fact that she was so willing to just start chatting about literally something that had nothing to do with anything is really cool. Or I don't know. Well, what happened? The other thing, too, is I just don't know what was wrong with me because I was just like be talking mid sentence or whatever. And I'm like, excuse me. And I'd pick up my bottle of water. My hand was like shaking and the water was (laughs) rattling everywhere. And I was trying to take a sip. And I'm just like, God, they must think I'm like an alcoholic or something. (laughs) She has the shakes, you guys. She's trying to dry out. It was ridiculous. Oh <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad. You know, honestly, Paul, if I'd been there with you, I would have laughed at you. It's, it looked like a parody. Like if there was a camera in the corner, it was like, like an a SNL parody. skit. Something. So it was like, like no, this is this is this is Kristen Wiig's latest skit. <laughs> Nervous interview, oh. lady. It's terrible. Uh, it was just excuse terrible. me. <laughs> and I'm not afraid of panels. It wasn't even I know. that. I just I don't know. I think it's because I was completely thrown off because I I ran I went on about the f- after the first question. Yeah. And I completely yeah. forgot that it was a question. And I was just oh, yeah. because like I said in regular interviews, you usually <laughs> just have to give a summary of your background. Right. And right. so when he's just like, "Well, we have other like 11 other questions we need to get through." So and I was like, "Oh." <laughs> I felt like oh such my a God. jerk. I would start laughing. I'd be like, you guys, this is so insane, right? <laughs> like, this is crazy. I mean, because that if sounds you like something mom it, would say and everybody would look at them like, what? What is she talking about? Yeah, really. Yeah. Actually, what would even be more hilarious is if you actually got the job. Oh that would God. be. <laughs> yes. Next week, if I actually get called back, like, well, you were one of our top candidates. I'm like, you're no, shitting me. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, that's title nine. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Okay, so mine's a little far more subdued, but it was a painful, awkward moment for me. As you know, I went to Napa with some friends a couple weeks ago, and whenever I go, I don't know about you, but whenever you're going out for like a day, a day trip where you're out for the day, yeah. I bring, I bring like a, a little bit, just like you in Vegas, I bring a little bit of an arsenal with me. I bring powder and some kind of lip gloss, and an, I usually bring like an eyeliner of some kind or yeah. mascara, just because makeup just falls off of my face within like three hours. So I always yeah. look exhausted. So I always bring to replenish. Well, the the worst thing is, is when I'm done with that, I f- neglect to bring it back to my bathroom. Oh. And so it's in my purse. And so I was upstairs and I was getting ready and I wanted to put some eyeliner on my, my tear line, you know, on, in, under my eye. Yeah. And um, so I use a cold pencil for that. It's kind of old school. Apparently I did not realize, but I do like to use that. So I couldn't find the one that I really like. I had my old one. So I pulled it. I'm like, oh, I'll just use this. I'm lining my eye and everything's fine. And then because it, it was like two inches long, it was a really tiny one because I need to throw it away. <laughs> 
So I'm lining my left eye and it slips because it's so tiny. And I poked my eye. Ow! And I poked it and it I heard a pop sound. <gasps> and I was like, oh my God, I popped my eye. <laughs> and then I pull out, uh, pull the thing. And of course I fling it because, you know, like that helps anything. Right. I fling it and I look and I literally see a little red dot and I start seeing blood just kind of fill my white, the white of my eye. I had oh my literally, God. yeah. And I went, am I going to go blind? What is going to happen to me? And I look, it's still, I still have a red dot. It's, it's healed, but, and it hurt like a fucker, man. Oh my God. It hurt so bad. But, um, yeah, it was not pretty. And it's thing was, you're not going to Vegas. <laughs> well, I'm you just have to pre- walk around with one of those red, <laughs> red eyes. You'd be They'll the weird chick. <laughs> They're like, well, they're all cute, but that the blinky over there is kind of cute with her red eye. The red eye. She has pink eye or something. <laughs> it's like someone farted on her pillow. Oh, or she said, oh, you saw the picture I sent you with the giant two bruises on my leg. Yeah, what, what did I you do? Know what, I don't know. I oh literally just like sat down and I put my leg up and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, where did these <laughs> things come from? I'm like, I've been keeping my legs so for the last two weeks you have to wrap yourself in bubble wrap paula it's the only way (sighs) i just i couldn't believe it i'm just like i cannot believe and they are like black bruises you know what they look like olives (laughs) maybe you can get like um some of that kim kardashian body coverage stuff that they have and just brush that on i don't know i don't know i All right. Well, we have to say goodbye because you have to get ready for Vegas. I do. So Mm -hmm. uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Hopefully you have a good Sunday. Please go to uh, UglyTruth.com. Click on the Amazon button to the right of the screen. Go to the Prime button. uh, Sign up for Amazon Prime. You can do the annual membership or you can do, I think there's the monthly membership. Two-day free shipping. You also get exclusive like movies, uh, TV shows, streaming music, all sorts of other good things. Also, while you're there, you're going to want to purchase the book that Jamie was talking about. It's called The Vagina Bible. It's by Dr. Jen Gunter. So it's G-U-N-T-E-R. Other than that, have a fabulous week. We'll be back on Wednesday and I'll get to tell you about my adventures in Las Vegas. Unless my plane crashes and I die. So (laughs) talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.